from the North Devon coast to the Atlantic shores, from the tropical rainforests to the sunny Azores, from Icelandic wastelands to Australian deserts. This is Cauldron FM, where the magic really happens. Hi and welcome to Cauldron FM, the sound of magic. And tonight we're airing for the first time a new show, Chorus Cauldron, introduced by the Reverend Cora. And this show is all about the Yule Dinner. So I'm sure that's going to be a very, very interesting one. So I'll very soon leave you in her capable hands. But first, let's have a few messages. Sometimes we need an extra pair of hands when looking after an elderly relative or we need a little help as we approach our twilight years. We specialise in providing a personal care service. Our experienced care team can provide assistance with bathing, shopping, meal preparation at reasonable and competitive rates. Please contact Alison on 01271 864 886. Candor Care, providing care in the community. Warm, comforting, and crafted with love. Old world style and grace handmade to your specifications. Each item is truly unique and all handmade. If you are looking for something bold and showy, or something just like Grandma used to make, search Cozy Crochet and Crafts on Facebook. The Mrs. Mop's range of chutneys and preserves includes traditional family recipes and our own creations using surprising new flavours in amazing combinations. All our chutneys are free from artificial preservatives and by always using the best locally sourced ingredients, we are helping to maintain our local economy. Our range is continually growing and you can try them for yourself by booking one of our Come Taste With Me parties. You supply the wine and we'll even bring the crackers. To book a party, call us on 07581 735 769 or email admin at mrsmopschutneys.co.uk Oh, by the way, Mrs Mops Chutneys can now be bought from Nana Sue's on Ilfracombe High Street. Wish Upon a Star Weddings is a place where dreams come true. Our aim is to make your wedding day one of the most magical and memorable days of your life. We will assist in making your dreams into reality and make your special day as unique as you are. We create packages that are specifically designed for you and taking into account your budget, your day can be as modest or as lavish as you wish. You are in control. Choose venues from country mansions through to contemporary hotels with stunning views. Whatever you have in mind, we will be able to work with you to create something extra special. You can speak to Kim on 01271 862 944 or 07811 322 962 or you can email her at info at wishuponastarweddings.com. After an hour working out in the gym, I really enjoy nothing more than relaxing with a healing massage therapy. Karen Fergaline of Little Birds is a fully qualified, fully insured massage therapist. But you don't have to go to the gym to enjoy one of the Little Birds treatments. You can enjoy an individual massage, reflexology or aromatherapy sessions. Or maybe you can host one of their pamper parties for you and a group of friends. Or you can organise yourself a group therapy session. To contact Karen, give her a call on 07 
564 528. Email her at at gmail.com or visit her website at littlebirds-holistics.co.uk. We don't cut corners, we clean them, says it all. So if you want fresh clean carpets, give us a call on 07 530 630 001. The Carpet Fresh Man. Cauldron FM, the sound of magic.
which it may fail. My course may be challenged by November gale. If fortune shall prove to be friend or be foe, you will always be with me wherever I Drink and be merry, full of joy, one glass. Let us drink and be merry, you grief to refrain, for we may you mad never meet you you've all feasted well today because coming up is Cora's Cauldron and she's talking about the Yule Dinner. So over to Cora. Hello and brightest blessings on this wonderful night tonight. My name is Reverend Cora from Cora's Cauldron. Tonight we will be talking about Yule celebration and most importantly (laughs) what we're going to be eating and drinking. So, as I start this show tonight, I would like to thank Blackmore's Night for their wonderful music. The song that you just heard was called Health to Company, and it was from her Autumn Sky CD. So, what are your plans for your celebration? Are you planning on a big feast? Are you just going to go out and about and (laughs) just hope things just work out because... You don't feel like being stuck in the house? In our house, our Yule celebration is going to be starting it off with drinks. I plan on making mulled cider and hot whiskey. Yep, and all I can say is, oh, I can't wait because I love mulled cider. Alright, so how do you make mulled cider? Well, you need a half a gallon of fresh, unfiltered apple cider one orange, 15 cloves, and about four three-inch sticks of cinnamon. Then you need 15 allspice berries and one teaspoon of nutmeg, seven pods of cardamom, and a quarter cup of brown sugar. Once you have all your ingredients in place, What you need to do is pour the apple cider into a three-quart saucepan, cover it, and turn the heat on medium-high. While the cider is heating up, take a vegetable peeler and peel away a couple thick strips of your orange. And then press about half of the cloves into the peeled part of the orange. You can also just quarter the orange and add the slightest slices and close in separately if you like. I just like seeing the orange bob up and down. <laughs> so <laughs> then you place the orange and the orange peel strips and the remaining cloves and the rest of the ingredients into the saucepan with the cider. You keep this covered and you heat the mold cider mixture to a simmer and then you reduce the heat to low. 
You simmer this for about 20 minutes on low heat. Then use a fine mesh sieve or sieve to strain the hot mulled cider away from the orange, cloves, and the other spices. If you want, you can add a touch of bourbon, brandy, or rum to spike it up a bit. But it's just as good leaving it alone. Plus, if you have little kitties, you don't want to be spicing their drinks. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, correction. <laughs> Maybe the thought has been there for some of us. <laughs> then you want to serve this drink hot. Then you want to add a cinnamon stick to each cup if that person likes cinnamon sticks. So you would serve it with a cinnamon stick. Mainly, honestly, just so you can play around with it. Give it an extra, like, uh, a notch, a kick up. I like it with the cinnamon stick. But then again, I have a habit of playing with my food. <laughs> so it, it's up to you on what you want to do. Alright, now grandmom's drink. Or, of course, it could be your drink. Or it could be your father's drink. Matter of fact, it's anybody who just likes whiskey. The next one is hot whiskey. You need 8 ounces of whiskey, 4 teaspoons of honey, and 22 ounces of boiling hot water. Very, very simple recipe. I mean, this is really simple. You put the honey or sugar into a mug. You fill it two-thirds full with the boiling water. Then you add the scotch whiskey and you stir. <laughs> That's it, ladies and gents. Garnish it with a slice of lemon, dust it with some eggs, and serve. Nutmeg, sorry, and just serve it. Or you could use honey or sugar, and or you can add a few cloves or some cinnamon. So whatever it is, or however you want to garnish the last bit, it's up to you. Use honey or sugar, add some cloves or cinnamon, garnish it with um, lemon or nutmeg, and then you just serve. But the ingredients... How simple can you get? It's just hot whiskey. It takes the edge off now, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, appetizers. Mmm, all I can say is appetizers. Rum balls. Ingredients for rum balls. You need one half cup of confectionate sugar, two tablespoons of cocoa powder, a half a teaspoon of ground allspice, a half a cup of dark rum, two tablespoons of light corn syrup, and two and a half cups of finely crushed vanilla wafers. Then you will need one cup finely chopped toasted walnuts. Unless someone's allergic to walnuts in the house, you might want to uh, nick say that, but you can incorporate it in there. Now, for the rum balls, directions are really simple. All you do you get a large bowl, you stir together one cup of the confectionate sugar, the cocoa powder, and the allspice. You stir in the rum and the corn syrup. You stir in the vanilla wafers and the walnuts, and you mix well. You place this in the refrigerator to firm it up slightly. About 30 minutes will do the trick. And the mixture may appear crumbly and dry. This is okay. Place the remaining half cup of confectionate sugar in a shallow bowl or dish, and then using a tablespoon, scoop out portions of the chocolate mixture and press it into a one-inch ball. Using your hands, roll the balls into the confectionate sugar. 
coating it evenly. Then place it on a baking sheet, cover with plastic wrap, and refrigerate it overnight. Store it in an airtight container in the refrigerator and they will last for up to two weeks. Placing wax paper between the layers to actually prevent it from sticking is a useful tip. So the associations with my rum balls, its magical properties is prosperity, grounding, cleansing, purification, and protection. It's also banishing, love, and sexuality. My rulers of my rum balls are Mars, Venus, Isis, and Hathor. Now a little tidbit. The vanilla plant has a long association with love magic. Its purple flowers are used in amulets, sachets, and love potions. And I have a little proverb I would like to actually say. Three things foster high spirits. Self-esteem, curting, and drinking. This came from a Welsh triad. And then never lean against a public house except when you are drinking. <laughs> this is a Welsh proverb. Now, why did I give that to you guys tonight? Because you're making rum balls, hot whiskey. Um, and depending on what you want to do with the mold cider, if you're going to add a bit to it and, you know, give it a little notch, then there's your triple whammy right there. But you don't need it right now. Well, you may want it. <laughs> That's up to you. All right, dinner. Tell me how wonderful this sounds. Dinner. Stuffed, braised beef and roasted root vegetables. Oh my God, it just sounds like heaven on a plate. So, what you need. It's very easy. I promise. All my recipes are easy. I am not the cook in my household. <laughs> <laughs> the chef actually is my husband. He does all the cooking, so I could do some really hard recipes. But when it comes to family members, and I come from a large family, I am definitely not the cook among one of them. So my recipes are easy. Now, my dinner. Stuffed, braised beef and roasted root vegetables. Oh, God, it just it sounds awesome. This serves four. What you need is one, two, to two and a half pounds of round steak, two medium onions peeled and chopped fine, a half a teaspoon of pepper or to taste, because you know guys this is always to taste, two cups of beef stock, a half a cup of dried breadcrumbs, a pinch of ground cloves, again to taste, and one teaspoon of gravy mix. Then what you want to do is trim the fat from the steak, reserving four to five tablespoons of the suet, which is uh, part of the fat. And then what you want to do is chop all this up and mix half of the onions and peppers. Then you want to spread the mixture onto the steak, roll up the steak, and fasten it with skewers. Grill in a broiler until brown or until the core temperature reaches 140 for medium or 160 for well done. While the steak is cooking, combine the remaining ingredients into a saucepan and boil until thick. Slice the beef and arrange it on the serving dish as you please. Pour the sauce over the steak pieces and serve. 
the holiday association with the stuffed braised beef and roasted root vegetables is Yule, New Year's Eve, the Winter Festival, and any Asbat suppers. The magical properties is prosperity, grounding, cleansing, purification, protection, and banishing. The rulers are Mars, Isis, and Hawthor. And here's a little Scottish toast that you can say as you eat your dinner tonight. Here's to the champion, to the winter horn. Dear ladies, send the master a good crop of corn, of wheat, rye, and barley, and all sorts of grain. If we live to this time twelve months, we'll drink to his health again. So a little Scottish toast that you guys can do on this wonderful, magical night. And I know you're going to enjoy this dinner if you um, want to follow these recipes. And speaking of following these recipes, they will be on my blog and the pictures as well. So you'll get to see what the end result looks like when you um, want to see it. So just go to my log at Freya's at blogspot.com. And again, I'll repeat that later on at the end of the show. Now, the roasted root vegetable medley. This serving is about four servings. You can get a little bit more out of it or a little bit less. So what I say is my recipe is kind of a give or take. Add a little more if you need to. So you need eight slender carrots peeled and trimmed, eight baby turnips peeled, six fingerling potatoes scrubbed and cut lengthwise in half, one or two large parsnips peeled, trimmed, and cut diagonally into one inch thick slices, one or two medium onions trimmed, peeled, and halved, each a half a cut into quarters, one or two large beets peeled and cut into thick wedges, one or two kalrabi bulbs peeled and cut into thick wedges, one celery root trimmed and halved, and a half cut crosswise into one inch thick slices. Two or three sprigs of fresh rosemary, sage, and thyme. Salt to taste and pepper to taste. And you need extra virgin olive oil. Now with the root vegetable medley, and with what I just said to you, you can add and take out whatever it is you don't like. So if you don't like the kohlrabi bulbs, then take them on out. If you can't stand beets, take it on out and replace it with another root vegetable. So now what you want to do is preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. You want to put all the vegetables and the herb and the sprigs into a large baking dish. Season well with salt and black pepper. Drizzle generously, and I mean generously. Don't think you're overdoing it with the olive oil. And then toss them with your hands to coat them evenly. And guys, be generous with the olive oil. So if you've got, let's just say, uh, a quarter inch, maybe even a half inch thick of olive oil in the pan, it's still fine. So be generous. Don't think you're overkilling it with um, olive oil. You just don't want to overkill the root vegetables themselves, meaning you don't want to overcook them to where they're all soft. You still want them to be a little bit hard. I mean, not hard hard, 
you know, the way they should be where you're not killing all the nutrients out of it. <laughs> Alright, so back to what I was saying. Put the baking dish in the preheated oven and cook, stirring the vegetables occasionally until they are tender and golden brown. Roughly about 45 minutes depending on your oven. Now it may only take around 30 to 34 minutes, but it could also take up to an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. So you just have to kind of watch it. Then you serve the vegetables from the baking dish or transfer them onto the platter to accompany the roasted main course. So really what you want to do is just once it's done, you serve it up like a typical normal dinner. And then you put the gravy on the top of it. The holiday association, the holiday association with this, again, is Yule, New Year's, Winter Festival, the Asabbat dinners. The magical properties is prosperity, grounding, cleansing, purification, protection, banishing, healing, and loving. Rulers of this dish. You've got Mars, Venus, Sun. You have Moon and Jupiter, Isis, Hectate, and Hawthor. Alright, now that brings us to desserts. And actually, speaking of desserts, I want to go backtrack a bit. There is a Preton proverb, a good farmer is known by his crops. So when you're picking out your root vegetables, you really want to make sure that you get good vegetables. And like this proverb says, a good farmer is known by his crops. Know where you're buying these materials from because that makes the dish. The fresher it is, the better the dish is going to taste. All right, back to my desserts. <laughs> my dessert is baked apples, and I am going to be doing chocolate gingerbread cookies. Yup, chocolate gingerbread cookies. So my dessert is baked apples right now. The ingredients are four apples. You want about two-thirds cups of quick cooking oats. You want one-third cup of sliced blanched almonds, a third cup of brown sugar, a third cup of semi-salted butter softened, and a quarter teaspoon of ground cinnamon. Directions is really easy again. With the rack in the middle position of your oven, Preheat it to 200 degrees Celsius or 400 degrees Fahrenheit. In a bowl, combine all the ingredients except the apples. Set aside. Then slice a thin layer off the top of each apple using a melon baller. Dig out the core, leaving the bottom intact and then make a horizontal cut through the peel around each apple so that the fruit doesn't burst out when baking. Place the apples on a 33 by 23 centimeter or 13 by 9 inch baking dish. Divide the oat mixture among the apples and spooning it into the hollows and mounding it onto the tops. Cover the dish with aluminum foil and bake for roughly 30 minutes. Remove the foil and continue baking until the oat mixture is lightly brown for an additional 5 to maybe 10 minutes. Cool to room temperature. Serve it with 
vanilla ice cream. Now you know what they say, an apple tree, a little apple tree, violently everyone shakes you. Rowan, little buried one, lovely is your bloom. Well that's an early Celtic poem that went hand in hand with the dessert baked apples. So that little poem again is apple tree, little apple tree, violently everyone shakes you. Rowan, little buried one, lovely is your bloom. So this is a little poem that goes with your apples. Now, finally, we get to our chewy chocolate chip ginger bread cookies. <laughs> Say that ten times fast, guys. Chewy chocolate gingerbread cookies. What you're going to need is seven ounces of best quality semi-sweet chocolate, one and a half cups of all-purpose flour, plus one tablespoon of all-purpose flour, and one quarter teaspoon of ground ginger. Then you will need one teaspoon of ground cinnamon, a quarter teaspoon of ground cloves, a quarter teaspoon of ground nutmeg, one tablespoon of cocoa powder, eight tablespoons of unsalted butter, one tablespoon of grated fresh ginger, and then a half a cup of dark brown sugar packed, and a half a cup of unsulfured molasses, one teaspoon of baking soda, and then one quarter cup of granulated sugar. Then what you want to do is line two baking sheets with parchment, chop the chocolate into a quarter inch chunks and set aside. In a medium bowl, sift together flour, ground ginger, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, and cocoa. In the bowl of an electric mixer, fit it with the paddle attachments, beat butter and grated ginger until whitened, about 4 minutes. Add brown sugar, beat until combined. Add the molasses, beat that till it is combined. In a small bowl, dissolve baking soda into a 1 half teaspoon of boiling water and then beat half of the flour mixture into the butter mixture and then beat in baking soda mixture and the remaining half of the flour mixture. Finally mix in the chocolate, turn out onto a piece of plastic wrap and then pat the dough out to about an inch thick and then seal with the wrap. Refrigerate until firm and that's that might take two hours or longer, depending. Then, heat your oven to 325 degrees. Roll the dough into one and a half inch balls. Place two inches apart on baking sheets. Refrigerate for another 20 minutes. Roll in the granulated sugar. And then bake until the surface cracks slightly, which will be about 10 to 12 minutes. Finally, let it cool for five minutes, if you can wait the five minutes, because I know every time I make these, I got my hand right onto the cookie within a less than a minute of it coming out. <laughs> so, transfer that to a wire rack in order for it to cool completely.
And that is it, guys. That is the dinner that we will be doing tonight, including desserts and drinks. So my dinner is roasted root vegetables, stuffed braised beef, baked apples, rum balls for appetizers, gingerbread cookies, and mold cider with hot whiskey. And the references that came from this are from several books. The first reference was a Celtic folklore cooking, and then the Kitchen Witch's cookbook, and the Wiccan in the Kitchen cookbook, plus online at Food Network. So this brings us to the end of this show, and I hope all of you have enjoyed this tonight. I will be posting everything I talked about online on my blog and at Cora's Cauldron at Facebook.com. It will have pictures so you guys can look at it and follow it step by step. So how to find me? You can find me at Freya's Words. That is F-R-E-J-Y-A-S-W-O-R-D-S dot blog, B-L-O-G-S-P-O. T.com, Freya's Words Blogspot.com. Then you can find me at Cora's Cauldron, K O R A S A U L D R O N S at Facebook.com. So, with that said, I will be leaving you all tonight with Blackmore's Night Song called Good King Wenceslas from their Winter Carol CD. Good night to all of you, and I hope that the gods and goddesses keep you safe through this winter month. And I really hope that you enjoy your Yule Supper if you follow this from word to word. So again, to all my wonderful fans out there, Merry Meet, Merry Part, and Merry Meet Again.
I'm Emma and I like nothing more than sitting down and listening to Colgen FM. Colgen FM is a Moonshadow Media production.